The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 20th chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of our Lord. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Then the Lord God formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And Jesus said again, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. And the man became a living being. Thomas answered him, 
my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. The creation of faith is no less spectacular than the creation of life itself. Indeed, we could even say that until we cry with Thomas, my Lord and my God, we are not truly alive. Could any of us live without forgiveness? Could we live without peace? Could we live without the breath of God? While the crucifixion was scandalous to those in ancient Palestine who sought to know God, in these times, it is the resurrection that dogs our hearts like a hound caught in the scent of a chase. Try as we will to shake it. There is no easy escape. Because the question that this world asks is the question of resurrection the same question that Thomas asked. Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of his nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. Come on, the world says. Prove it to me, God. Are you really there? Are you really here? You would have never known it, from the disciples' behavior. Locked in the house for fear of the Jews, St. John tells us. But I think they were locked in the house for fear of one Jew in particular, the one whom they had betrayed, denied, and abandoned. They had good reason to fear, for if he really were God, what would happen to them? Well, he is. And he came breathing forgiveness into their mortal bodies. Now it's a week later, and they are still behind the closed doors. Maybe if they had stepped out of their self-made tomb, maybe if they had trusted that he who is the door for the sheep was open to them, maybe if they had lived without fear, Thomas would have believed. So now again, love flows like water from his riven side. Put your finger here, reach out your hand, and listen. Peace, 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 he breathes. It's a new life that I am calling you to. It's what God has promised you from the beginning of time. Jesus comes to him, not as a corpse which we might sorrow over, and not as a ghostly apparition of which we would be afraid, but as a body, a real body, the body of God with spike-torn hands and bleeding side. He comes because not even death can stop him from coming. Peace be with you, he speaks, his voice coming from his scarred yet perfect body. Peace be with you, 
chaos and fear be gone. Put your finger here and touch forgiveness. Reach out your hand that you may feel mercy beyond all human knowing. He who is the door for the sheep is holding it wide open. He who is the great shepherd is sheltering us in his embrace. He who is the light of the world is beckoning us forward. He who is the bread of life is feeding us with his own body. He who is the true vine is sending his blood to course through our veins. He who is the way, the truth, and the life is leading us into the resurrected life. So that he who is indeed the resurrection and the life will bring eternity into our lives. That even that when all we see around us is marked by destruction and decay, his promise will sound, breaking down death's door. None of us, not a one of us, can see from this life into the next. We are like an infant yet in the womb. Such vision into a new world only comes to us as promise. We hear, but we cannot see. So when Jesus asks, have you believed because you have seen me? He is teaching us the pattern by which faith takes hold of us. It comes as a breath, this faith, a breath from God's life into ours. And who can see a breath? We only see what it can do in giving life. Reaching down into the dust, into the material of the earth and breathing life, that's what God has been doing. Breathing into our nostrils as he did for the first man. So now in the cry of Thomas we discover why he has done so. My Lord and my God, my Lord and my God. It is for faith that he has made us. And we will know that even deeper today as we see one who will come through the water to proclaim, my Lord and my God. He made us in the beginning of time for faith. He made us to trust in him. He made us so that we would give glory to him in all that we are and all that we do. It is to worship him for in giving thanks and praise to the one who makes all things new. Our lives become what he intended for them to become from the beginning, the worshiping human being, men, women, and children. And Thomas, who has gotten a bad rap all through history, Thomas actually gets it right spectacularly right. Peace be with you, Jesus says to his first disciples, so that they might say it to us, we who were not yet born, we who cannot see, so that we might believe. For in faith, not seeing and not believing becomes seeing and believing. In faith, hatred 
becomes forgiveness. In faith, chaos becomes peace. For at last, in faith, death becomes life, resurrected life. When Thomas cries, my Lord and my God, it is the cry of faith of one who at last believes what Jesus had spoken, the Father and I are one. I am who I am, said the God of Israel, when Moses wanted to know who was calling him into the future. I am the light of the world, said Jesus of Nazareth, to those who sat in darkness. The Father and I are one, says our Lord and God, and in taking us to himself, put your finger here, reach out your hand, do not doubt He is taking us by faith, through faith, to the Father, where in the fullness of time, faith and sight will at last become one. And so Jesus, our Lord and our God, he is the one who is one with the Father, and he says to us, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. And as in every other beatitude in Holy Scripture, we learn that there's even more good news coming. So now the fulfillment of his blessing is made known as we hear that in the gift of faith, we too will have eternal life. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe that through believing, you may have life in his name. That life is formed in the confession of Thomas. That life is formed in the font of forgiveness. That life is formed on that glorious day of the week in which the bread is broken and the wine is poured, when what was written in the book is now spoken in the breath and power of Christ's resurrection. For here, that life is formed in the faith of the one who was crucified for our sake and is risen from the dead to live and rule eternally, my Lord and my God. Amen.